In this episode, I'm helping you learn from leaky hands with Poker Tracker 4. Welcome to Smart Poker Study. So I'm your host, Sky Matsuhashi, and I want to thank you very much for spending some of your study time with me. If it's your first time here, bienvenue. And if you're back for more, welcome once again, friend. If you enjoyed this episode and if you learned something that you can take to the felt or even to Poker Tracker 4 to learn from your hands, please share this one with a friend. Just send them to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 284. All right. So today I'm going to help you review your hands with Poker Tracker 4. Uh, and we're going to look through three common leaky money losing situations. Hopefully you don't suffer from any of these. But if you do, I got your back. Let's get to it. Gambate. Hell yeah. Let's do this. All right. So I get lots of email from people, uh, not only podcast listeners, but people in the Poker Forge just asking for my help because they know that there are certain areas that they're lacking skills in, right? They think that they have leaks in certain spots and these leaky spots, well, they cause you to lose money and potentially stay at your current buy-in level for a really long time. If your bankroll's not building, you can't safely move up, right? Well, one of the study techniques that I like to guide people towards is how to find hands related to their weakness. Uh, and you do that in order to study those hands. And the best way to do it is with Poker Tracker 4. And all it takes is a little insight and some know how. Insight into the areas that are causing you issues and know how into filtering through your database of hands so that you can learn from your play and to explore some new strategies with. So I'm going to help you find hands related to three common leaks that people suffer from. Now, the goal here is to give you some insight into areas where you might also be experiencing these exact same issues. And I want to give you the know-how to dive into and then review those hands. So let's get to the first leaky play right here. It's a calling too frequently pre-flop. Now, I want to, I want to channel my inner Jeff Foxworthy here. You might be a leaky pre-flop caller if... The gap between your VPIP and PFR is greater than your PFR. So this gap between the two percentages, it shows how passive you are. This percentage is made up of all the calling and limping that you do pre-flop. A high gap means that you're calling just way too frequently with weak hands, and this means that you're probably giving your opponents just a mathematical advantage against you. Let's look at an example here. So let's say the worst king that your opponent open raises with is king-10 suited. If you're calling with king-queen suited, great, you dominate him, right? But if you call with king-deuce through king-jack, queen-deuce through queen-jack, and other like weaker non-pair hands, he is dominating you, even with that weakest king, the king-10. So when you both hit a top-pair hand, you are crushed, and you're probably losing a large pot. The best calling ranges are small, and the hands that you call with, they're towards the top of your opponent's range. So if we just flip the script, right, if they're open raising every suited king, king deuce suited up through king queen suited, and if you call with king queen and king jack, you're crushing their king high range. So let's look at a couple things in Poker Tracker 4 to see if you are calling just way too frequently. First, look at your VPIP and PFR. If that gap is greater than your PFR, then you just might be a leaky preflop caller. 
Next, uh, I want you to run the Hold'em Hand Range Visualizer in Poker Tracker 4. And to help you do this, I actually put a video in the show notes page. Once again, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 284. Go there and check out a video on how to use the Hold'em Hand Range Visualizer. So when you run it, the first thing I want to do just to, or I want you to do just to give yourself a little baseline is to select VPIP as the heat map statistic. So take a look at these and marvel at all the terrible Jack four offsuit or nine deuce suited hands that you've played with in the past, right? Holy cow. You have V pipped with those. So have I, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. You're not, you're not the only one V pipping with crappy hands here. Uh, now what I want you to do after this, change the heat map statistic to call preflop to bet. Now, these are all the hands that you've called with. I want you to click and review all of the questionable hands, all of those jack four offsuit and nine deuce suited. You've got to learn from your mistakes. When you look at each of those hands, uh, try to figure out why you made the call that you did. Did you think it was a positive EV call? Or was it probably negative EV and maybe you called out of spite or you just called with a suited hand in hopes to hit a flush, that kind of a thing? Or maybe you were in one of the blinds, right? And no matter how weak your hand is, you just can never fold versus a min raise. Whatever mistakes you encounter, make sure you write about them in your poker journal so that you can work to not repeat them the next time you're on the felt. Now, here's a good filter that you can run within Poker Tracker 4, and it's going to help you see the profitability of your big blind calls. And it's simply a two part filter, and I actually put a screenshot in the show notes page, but it's preflop posted a big blind and preflop called the two bit. So run this filter right now and then tell me something. What is your win rate? If it's better than negative 100 big blinds per 100 hands, then you're making positive EV calling choices. But if it's worse, and I wouldn't be surprised if you told me yours was like negative 300, uh, then you're making some pretty crappy big blind calling decisions, and you have to work to fix this as soon as possible. All right, so let's get to leaky play number two. This is an inability to fold top pair post-flop. So you might be a profit-giving fish if you can never fold a top pair hand. So for starters, this leak comes from two different sources. Number one is that you don't want to be, nay, you hate getting bluffed. So you might be a frequent bluffer yourself. So you see like every opponent when they're betting, you think to yourself, I bluff here. They're probably bluffing too. I've got a call with my king jack on the king high board. You need to realize that when players are betting multiple streets, they often have better than top pair hand. And reason number two, you might not be able to fold a top pair hand, is that you want to win this pot so freaking badly. You've put money in on the preflop, on the preflop, during preflop, on the flop, and on the turn, right? They suddenly bet on the river. You've already put three streets of money in. There's no way you're going to give up all of your money and uh, this pot that should belong to you because you have a top pair hand, right? Well, here's the thing. You've got to realize that once the chips leave your stack, they're not yours anymore. Sure, maybe it's still worth fighting for, but you don't want to chase that money. The strength of your hand, it's just one factor in every decision. You want to make plays that take into account the strength of your hand and your opponent, the board, their range, their actions, the size of the pot, the size of the bets, all that kind of stuff, right? That is all so much more important than just the strength of your hand. So let me give you two things that you can do here. 
First, tell me, just without looking at your database, is folding top pair a problem for you? If you already know that it is, then my guess is you've been stuck at your stakes for a really long time. Maybe you're a 5NL or 10NL player and you just cannot build the bankroll to move up to the next level. Now, the second thing I want you to do is run a really simple filter in Poker Tracker 4. Here it is. Part one is flopped top pair. Part two, saw showdown. So if your win rate here is something less than 100 big blinds per 100 hands, and definitely if it's negative, you have an issue. Start going through the losing hands to understand why you're calling and losing so much with just a top pair hand. Look especially at the hands where you called a turn bet and where you called a river bet. You want to find your mistakes, write about them in your poker journal, learn from those mistakes, and work to not repeat them on the felt. And after the break, I'll hit you with leaky spot number three. Today's episode is brought to you by ThePokerForge.com. It's my one-of-a-kind poker training membership site. So each month is its own workshop where you learn important strategies all built around uh, building your skills in one particular area. I show you strategy videos, I give you action steps, and I help you implement all that stuff on the felt to turn yourself from a losing to a winning player, maybe a break-even to a more positive, from a four big blind winner to a 25 big blind winner. So if you're serious about taking action to improve your poker skills, thepokerforge.com is the place to be. It's a no-brainer, so go to thepokerforge.com to join today. And one quick shout-out, Rude Averdyke picked up the Smart HUD for Poker Tracker 4. He went to smartpokerstudy.com slash smarthud. He saw the screenshots, maybe watched a little video about how useful the Smart HUD is, and then he decided to pick up the best HUD in the business. Thank you very much, Rude. And if you are a Poker Tracker 4 user, but you don't have the Smart HUD yet, you're missing out. Go to smartpokerstudy.com slash smarthud to pick it up. All right, let's get to leaky spot number three. So you might be a leaky out-of-position player if you're in position on the flop less than 40% of the time. So this leak goes along with the first one that I talked about. Most likely, if you're out of position too often, it's because you're calling in the blinds way too much. One way to be profitable in poker is to strive for bread and butter. Now, I'm sure you've heard me talk about this plenty of times. This is when you see the flop in position as the preflop raiser versus one or two callers. It's the most profitable spot to be in. However, when you call in the blinds, you're giving them bread and butter. This means you're giving your opponents theoretical money when you call every single time in the blinds. Now, do you remember what I said about the chips that leave your stack? I, sa- I, I talked about that in the prior uh, leak. Yep, you probably remember. Those chips are no longer yours, right? So I don't want you to think of the blind money as your money. Instead, choose to think of it as a discount to play only if you have a hand worthy of playing. Don't defend your blinds with unworthy hands like Jack Faroff and Nine Deuce suited, right? So here are two things that you can do. First, be honest and just tell me right now, if you call too often from the blinds, well, do ya? Second, I went over this already, but you can use the Hold'em hand range visualizer and uh, uh, simply look at calls made in only the small blind and only the big blind to diagnose this leak a little bit further. 
Third, you can run this simple filter to see how often you flop in position versus out of position. And pay attention to the different win rates when you run this filter and the, the small change to it. So the first filter, it has two parts to it. Simply saw flop and then in position on the flop. And you can see a screenshot of this in the show notes, right? Hopefully, when you run this in position on the flop hand or filter, you're going to find a positive win rate. Make sure you write down the number of hands and whatever that win rate is. Next, make a little change to this filter. You're going to keep saw flop, but then you're going to select not in position on the flop. When you run this one, it's probably going to show you a smaller win rate. Hopefully it's not negative, but it's probably going to be less than your in position win rate. And write down the number of hands that, uh, that it filters through. Now you know how many hands were in position and how many hands were not in position. So just do a little math. What's the percentage of in position hands? If it's less than 40%, you have to make better blind calling decisions so that you give less bread and butter to your opponents. And take a look again at how more profitable it is to see the flop in position versus not in position. Yep, you're going to see it so much more profitable. So let this help to spur you to play in position more often. Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. You know what you gotta do. I told you three leaky spots, and I gave you tons of ways to analyze your hands. Get to work. Now it's your turn to take action and do something positive for your poker game. Oh, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody. Go write a book. Alrighty, your learning is not complete until you visit the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod284. Of course, send your friends there. But if you go there for yourself, you're going to find a video for the Hold'em Hand Range Visualizer. And basically, uh, the whole page is like a transcript of today's episode to help you learn a little bit better. If you're down with taking action to improve your skills and your poker bankroll, you've got to become a member of thepokerforge.com. Remember, every month is its own workshop dedicated to one specific theme in an effort to turn you into the poker player that you want to be. So once again, go to thepokerforge.com today. Now, my other podcast called Daily Poker Tips, that's available wherever you listen to podcasts. To subscribe to it, just go to smartpokerstudy.com slash dailypokertips to get a 30-second tip every day. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player you want to be.